here's your host of Shaping Success, Wes Tankersley. Jay Finning is in the house. Jay, welcome back. Wes Tankersley, thank you for having me back on the Shaping Success podcast. Hey. Shaping Success show. Yeah. Well, hey, I appreciate you being here. We talk every week. We do one drink Wednesday every week. We change the time. So we're going to do it at, what did we decide? Seven o'clock, seven o'clock Pacific time, eight o'clock mountain Correct. time. It's so confusing because we're in different time zones right now, but in like three months, we'll yeah. be in the same time zone. It's kind of annoying, but that's the way it works. Lucky you, you don't have daylight savings time. Yeah. Lucky for us. We, it, it's still very confusing, especially when you start dealing with like, I'm not good at math, so I can do, you know, one plus one, but I can't do, you know, one plus one plus one. Right. And so once you start mixing in central time and, and whatever else comes after that, what Eastern, then things get screwy. But I can handle mountain and Pacific because yeah. I only have to count one hour either way. So it's either I'm on the same time as, as Wes or I'm an hour behind. Yeah. And so we've been doing this one drink Wednesday, what, probably about three months now. And uh, it's interesting because that is kind of the issue we've found is that the time zone is just, it kind of throws people off. They're either just getting home from dinner in Arizona or they're just getting done with dinner in Idaho. So we're going to change it up a little bit and we're going to make it so that you have a little bit more time to join us because we want lots of people there. We want you to follow us. We want you to hang out with us, bring your drink and just come hang out. Yeah. So, it's not even just dinner. Some people are still working. Or right. they're on their commute as, as people have returned to work. And so, you know, we, we probably both get the DMs where people are like, oh, shoot, you know, I forgot or I was on my way home or I, I tried to get on, but I couldn't. And, and so I think moving it forward, it's just a better move. And plus, you know, sometimes I got a, a lot of stuff going on in the background. People are yelling and screaming, you know, our dinner, we eat early. So that'll give me a good time for my food to settle and, and maybe it becomes two drink Wednesday. I don't know. <laughs> it does happen sometimes. It does happen sometimes. So what's going on in Arizona, man? It's uh, I, I was telling you before the show, it's a little bit warmer here probably today than it is there. And you got the pool in the backyard. You planning on hitting the pool this afternoon? I have kind of this weird thing because we have a party pool. I think you've seen, the, you've seen the pool. It's probably 25 or 30 feet by like 12 across and six right. foot at its deepest point. And so in the summers, it gets really hot. I mean, it's like bathwater hot. And so it's, it's not really that refreshing. But when everybody comes over, extended family, usually it's not family and friends. It's just weird. If friends came over, I would get in the pool. But if it's family, kids running around, yelling and screaming, music that I don't really care about that much, and it just gets <laughs> kind of crowded. And then it's like, you know, you got everyone's oils, and you don't know who's doing stuff in the, in the pool, and it's just not fun. So I usually almost never get in. Well, is it, it's it's chlorine, right? It's not the saltwater kind. Your pool, right? Yeah, yeah. We have uh, we have the, the freshwater pool. Oh, it, it is, is a problem with the saltwater pool because people tell you the saltwater pools are better, but they're not really. I think they're better at first, but the thing is, you have to make sure there's no metal within ten feet circumference of your pool because it just just having it in the air just eventually starts oh. rusting everything. Yeah, is that something that you see in Arizona a lot? I wonder if they have. I think that the, at the Airbnb we were at last time, it was a f saltwater one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the mix is, but I do know, I mean, I have friends that have saltwater pools, and they swear by them, but, you know, they're kind of some of those people who like to show you that they have something you don't, so you don't really know if it's really good or it's just them rubbing it in your face. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what's going on with the podcast. You know, since the last time you've been on, it's been, I don't know, 
four or five months now. Yeah, it's been a while. And, and you had, at one point, your show was every 10 days. Is that right? Before 21, it was every two weeks. So I tried to do it every 14 days. Sometimes it slid 16. But toward the, the last quarter, probably midway through 2020, I made sure that it was came out every Monday morning. Well, I was just going to ask you because I want, you know, I know what's going on. It's kind of like there's two different shows now, right? So one week you're doing a short show and the other week you're doing a long show. Can you tell us a little bit of the difference between the two of those? It's still hard parking podcast, but instead of creating an entirely different podcast, I decided to kind of piggyback on the same efforts because we don't need to do twice the work for the same thing, right? Yeah. And so now we call it hard parking podcast and then hard parking podcast, the other side of the wheel. And the difference is the other side of the wheel is a shorter version of the podcast and it's more vehicle focused, more vehicle content, whether it's news, maybe the guest is local to Arizona or, or to the region. And it also has different segments and having different segments kind of gives me the opportunity to introduce a, a chance of different segment sponsors, you know, and right. it also gives it a, a change up from the, the normal show. The normal show is some of that but without as much automotive news and the normal show leads off with a, usually a society and culture segment, as you know, but for the people watching this don't know. And that's when I get into some of the topics of every day. I, as you know, I try to stay away from the politics. I try to stay away from a lot of the really hot things going on, unless I have my own personal opinion that I want to lend to it and in my own perspective. And people seem to enjoy that. It's kind of weird that I think probably 60% of the people who listen to the podcast tune in for the society and culture section. Yeah, and it's interesting. You've always dubbed it as the non-automotive automotive podcast because the majority of what you do talk about, I th- I feel, is this the society and culture. So bringing in the other side of the wheel allowed you to be able to kind of talk a little bit more car stuff. Um, you did have one episode a couple weeks ago with some guy who was down visiting you, and it wasn't really very automotive other than the longest rental car of the week show in a while, right? Yeah, it's this thing. This is this is guy that I met through the podcast community, which is. I guess it's okay to say now, maybe 10 years ago, I met this guy online and we had drinks together and, and then he came over and I invited him up to my, my casting studio here. But um, yeah, he came down from Idaho area. He looks a lot like you, talks a lot like you. <laughs> um, oh, that was, that was yeah, a good time. Yeah, he likes to drink. And so we had a couple pops and I, I dropped a couple tablets in his liquor and um, yeah, he, he, <laughs> just, he was an open book, man. Oh, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. I was glad I was glad to make it down there. It's really cool to be sitting in a studio space with someone else who knows, you know, has has the same kind of aspirations and things like that. You know, one of the things that as long as this relationship that we've had with each other, we've been talking to people each other pretty much daily for the for the most part, unless one of us goes on vacation or something like that. Um, you've always been pretty successful in getting sponsorships. And you talked about how it gave you a level of chances to get more sponsors when you moved to um, the weekly show. Can you talk a little bit? I, I know that a lot of people think that monetization is like when, when you talk to a podcaster and they're just getting started, they always talk about, Oh, I'm going to make money doing this right away. Right. And then we get these people who just fall off. You know, they do five shows, they're done. They didn't make any money. It's not worth it to them, but you've always been pretty successful in getting sponsorships and getting people to come to your show. Um, can you talk a little bit about the process that, that works, how that works for you? Sure. And that's a, that's an excellent, I think, thing to talk about because you can take that, you can take the model that I use and apply it toward anything that you're doing. So if you want to be a chef, 
you know, you want to be a mechanic, you want to be a YouTuber, it doesn't matter what it is you want to do. It's the same core principles, the same core approach. And I think what where the success has come is that number one, we'll go back to people who do a handful of episodes and drop off, do the reps. If you want someone to invest their money and their time in you, show them why it's worth it to them. Because nobody wants to give you a handout. And that's the case with no matter what it is you're doing. I think I had an episode where I talked about, I compared it to door-to-door sales or multi-level marketing. where Or selling candy bars as a kid. You know, We don't get that in the modern era where little kids come to the door and they want you to buy their candy bars. Or they want you to buy the little overpriced tins of jelly beans so that they can go to Uruguay for, for the summer. But what happens is... You know, mom and dad or mom or dad take it to work and they sell all your candy for you. They get all their, all their friends to sign up. Maybe you get your family and friends. You go to your next door neighbors. Once you start getting two or three streets over, they don't care about you. They don't know you. They want to know, is it, is it a value for them? Like, you know, it's not what they can do for you to help you go on your trip. It's what your product can do for them. And it's the same way when it comes to anything. We'll, we'll use podcasting is what we're talking about. So if you record a podcast, you have no idea what you're doing. You don't know anything about audio. You don't know anything about video. You don't know anything about the hardware and software. Maybe you don't even listen to podcasts, which baffles me, but there's still people who don't listen to podcasts. But as soon as you record your first one, you go out there and you say, you say, Hey, uh, I'm ready to get monetized. What are people doing? I want to get paid for this. Well, you haven't done anything. Why would someone want to pay you? And it's not personal. It's logical. So you first thing you have to do is do the reps, show people because there's always going to be someone kind of watching you from a distance. And that's kind of what it was with me. You know, I was thinking, hey, I've come in with the car world and I'm not really popular in the car game, but there's enough people who know who I am because I did sponsorships with my car and did a bunch of other stuff. And I pitched to them. I said, hey, guys, me and this other guy, we're doing a podcast. We're both into cars. We both drive NSXs. A lot of people look at the logo and they're like, what is that? It's actually two cars backed up. They're hard parked, right? So I pitched out to a lot of the people who were used to work with me and said, hey, we're doing this podcast, looking for sponsors, you know, what's up? And most people just were, were crickets. I was like, okay, so there's two ways to think about that. Screw you, you don't believe in me, or I need to work harder and show you why it's worth your time. And it's the same thing with back when I was doing a car build. You don't decide to build your car and say, hey, I need sponsors. Meanwhile, you have no social media presence. You don't go to any car shows because you don't just have to have social media presence. But if that's what they're looking for, then you better get get going. You can't buy followers because if you do, people can tell immediately what they're looking at. You know, I had Johnny Valencia on who used to be the main guy at Michelin for the social media and marketing. And he he said on my podcast, hey, first thing, you you know, immediately when you look at somebody, they're full of crap. You have to, you know, show them that. Maybe you have a history or maybe, you know, show, show them, show them your plans. You know, you may, maybe maybe your proposal, right? Yep. So we, we tried all that and people weren't as interested and I go, okay, well, we could, I already knew that we could get better. We needed to be better. We needed to sound better. We needed to have better content. You know, I think our first couple episodes were fun, but they really were too niche. So we needed to open it up. And after I started doing more and I dropped him, my, my original co-host, I sent out another round and said, Hey everybody. Still doing the podcast. It's been six months. Who wants to be a part of it? And here's what I did. And I think this is this is why I was able to start capturing people because I knew that a lot of people are going to look at your numbers. I don't have a network like you guys do where you're getting like TVPPN. People, you have 
bunch of shows and people, you have all eyes on you. It's an right. easier, it should be an easier sell for a logical business owner that wants to get their, you know, their stuff out there. It's easy. It should be easy. It's not easy. Nothing's easy, but it should be easy if someone's thinking, what can this do for my company? Not this person's trying to get me to, to pay for their stuff, you know? So right. some of it's mental, right? It's, it's, it's your approach. But I said, okay, I'm not getting a ton of downloads because there's 2 million podcasts out there. I'm one of 2 million. I may be one of 10,000 in automotive. I'm not special. I don't care how good I sound. I'm not special. And so instead of saying, okay, I get, we'll just say 100 downloads an episode. That's not going to mean anything to them because when you do the research, people get paid for 10,000, 20,000, you know, two cents for every 20,000 or whatever the numbers are. So I hit them with a flat fee. So, hey guys, how about you invest in me for 10 episodes and for 10 episodes, I'm only going to charge you this much. And honestly, it's, I think I start off with 50 bucks, right? So $5 an episode. I'm not trying to live off of it. I had a job already, but I wanted to get better. And I wanted people to believe in me and it also helps them, right? Yeah. Because I have reach. And so by doing that, it's an exchange, right? It's, it's not what can you do for me? It's what can we do for each other? And I, and this may be different from a lot of people, but I took that as, okay, now that you're investing in me, I feel responsible and now I owe you. And so that also helps me keep going. So maybe there's a week where I'm like, oh, I don't really feel like recording or, man, I don't have much time. I got to figure something out. Well, okay, well, this company just paid me to promote their product on my show. Yeah, they're relying you know, so on you. They're relying on me. Yeah. And, and it's a commitment. It's a commitment I've carried forward. Going back to the car world, right? I want someone to sponsor me with wheels. But what does that mean? I don't want you to give me wheels. But if you could sell me wheels for less than I would normally have to pay, because I don't want you to lose money, you're doing me a favor. I can help advertise for you. And the agreement says, okay, well, I need to go to 10 car shows in the next year and I need to promote on social media. I need to use their hashtags. Done deal, right? Yep. So it's kind of the same deal when it comes to, to podcasts. And so I told them, I was like, look, I'm not going to be like, hey, um, this is sponsor. I'm going to use dress up bolts because they came with me from the car world and no longer part of the show, but they were with me for a while. And I thanked them for it. And I still have their products on my car. And I still wear their t-shirt, but with dress up bolts, it's, I'm not going to say at the end of the show, Oh, thank you. Dress up bolts for sponsoring the show. I said, I'm going to give you your own segment. How about the builder's corner? Because people buy your product to build on their car. So now the builder's corner is sponsored by dress up bolts. And then I say a two or three sentence thing for them, you know, go to dress up bolts.com, follow them on Instagram. I mean, they haven't been part of the show for a year, but I still know go to dress up bolts.com. They're getting a free plug right now. Right. right? <laughs> Find out their fitment. Tell them the hard parking podcast sent you, whatever the case. Yep. And so I just kind of kept doing that. I kept adding segments. I said, hey, you want to be the title sponsor. And where did I get that from? I get that from other podcasts that I would listen to. Not even cars, sports. I love sports. It's a sports podcast. And you say, this podcast is sponsored by Dollar Shave Club. I say, well, that's kind of cool. And it makes me feel more relevant and it makes it feel like I'm doing something good and I'm charging, I'm charging a lot of money for this thing, but it it makes me feel like, I think I've said this before. Deion Sanders once said, you have to look good to play good. 
because he gets all G'd up, you know. You yeah. got to play good to get paid good, you know. So being the part, right, talking the talk, walking the walk, having the right equipment, doing the right commitment, doing the right homework, dedicating to where every show was better than the previous show shows your sponsors and your listeners that you're serious about what you're doing. Once you do that, it's a little easier. It's not easy, but it's a little easier. So now when I go for a title sponsor, I say, hey, I will put your name on the podcast, your logo, as long as you're part of the sponsorship. Charge more, not a lot, but people jumped on it. So I've had a title sponsor for over two years. And then I, I, I'm at the point now, and again, I'm not making money, but I'm offsetting the costs. Or my sponsorship dollars will pay for a new microphone to where my wife doesn't yell at me for <laughs> wanting to buy a new microphone. You know, or, it's a win-win. You, you just know, sneak and buy one without her knowing. She doesn't know. I mean, my wife has no clue, but whatever. Well, you She'll, do the whole receipt thing, right? It's the same thing with car parts. It's like, oh, look, it costs twenty nine ninety nine. I saw um, during Christmas time, I saw a meme where it's like, you order a part, you order something expensive, and they go for an additional $5, we'll write you a custom receipt and you show your spouse. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's basically how I did the whole sponsorship thing. And again, I mean, I have a full time job. It'd be nice, you know, um, to to turn this into something. But I got into podcasting not for the money. It's kind of funny. I got into podcasting because no one in my family wants to hear me talk. <laughs> There's people out there who do like hearing my opinion on things. Yeah. And being a non automotive automotive podcast, if this allows me to get media credentials, to go to car shows early, you know, um, other events early. I just interviewed a guy and he'll be on the show soon. Um, maybe by the time this comes out, he will already been on, but he's a pretty significant guy up in Detroit and his publicist said, Hey, thanks for doing the interview. Let me know when it's out. If you want media credentials, let me know if you come up to this event. I mean, that's why I do this. Right. To me, that's, that's cool. I'm, I'm paying for the plane ticket lodging all that stuff but if i can get that pass to get in there early and get some cool stuff done you know so that's really why i did it out of the spirit and the fun and then of course the sponsorship stuff just helped keep, keep me going yeah well i think we need to do this more often i wish we had a little bit more time here but um we're gonna have to cut her off um can you tell us where we can find you and i think you know like i said before you do that because i know it's scrolling across the bottom there too but i think that this is something that we might break down from time to time. Maybe we get on once a month or something and, and talk about how you've created what you've created because sponsorship is just one part of it. There's a whole other right. avenue that we can dive into. And I know that you have this awesome studio. We could even talk about that. So, um, but let's, let's try and hash something out on, you know, later on and we'll figure that out. But where can we find you? Where's the best place to find Jay right now? Um, besides the hard parking podcast, which is everywhere you listen to podcasts. Best places to find me. There's two. Instagram. I am always on Instagram. I run several pages. I run the One Auto Movement. But the easiest thing is the marquee NA2NSX or J Travels, which is J-H-A-E underscore Travels, and Hard Parking Violations Facebook page. And the reason why I throw that out there is because there's a lot of people on that page that don't care about cars. And it's because everything I do isn't necessarily about the actual product. It's about the people behind the product the people behind the page. We have a lot of fun because as you were saying earlier, yeah, hard parking or hard parking podcast, the other side of the wheel is more car focused, but it's so high level. If you come to my podcast, all you care about is like 
the, the 10 models that are coming out and how to do fuel, how fuel injection works. I can't help you because I don't care. I just want my car to work. Right. But if you're curious about little things, you know, then come to the podcast. Yep. Well, it's a great podcast. One of the best sounds I've heard out of any podcast that I listen to produced all by Jay and edited all by Jay. So, um, if you get a chance, check it out. Hard parking podcast, check us out on one drink Wednesday. Jay is great having you. Thanks again for uh, hanging out for, for some time. Thanks Wes. All right. All right, everyone. Well, that's the end of the show. Until next time, I challenge you to find the shape of your success. Dun, 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 dun.